0: Hello, and welcome back to My Zillineal Life. Here we are! Welcome to the second episode of My Zillineal Life. I am excited to be here today. I have decided that it is actually way harder to sit down and record a podcast than everyone else makes it seem, because I feel like I... Uh, need to do a lot more preparation for these episodes than I thought I was gonna have to do. I sat down the other day and recorded this, and I only got like fifteen minutes worth of, you know recording before I ran out of things to talk about. So it's definitely important to be prepared. That's something I'm learning. And um, that should be pretty obvious to me as someone who has been making videos on YouTube, and I don't know, sometimes I do kind of get lazy as a content creator, and I just sort of think, well, i'm just gonna do whatever i want with it and hope it turns out good and sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't but i definitely need to have more of a plan for these episodes and have a theme to each one so again if you guys have any requests go ahead and head over to my uh Instagram account, my MyZillennialPod, you could send me DMs on there if you guys have anything you'd like me to talk about, but this episode is going to kind of dive into uh, the segment that I want to start at the beginning of every episode, where I'm going to share like a story from my life that past week, something little that happened that taught me a lesson, kind of just as a reminder to myself that, you know, as these weeks blur together, they're are things that happen in each day of my life that are important and that I should remember um and that happen you know for a reason in my belief in my opinion so that's what I want to share at the beginning of each episode and then I'll go into the actual topic of the episode you know later on and again I'm trying to keep these you know to a minimum like 30 to 45 minutes long they're not going to be super long podcast episodes um I just don't really think I have that much to say, so I think like 30 to 45 minutes is a good like general range for these. So hopefully you guys um, are okay with that. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and just sort of get into it. The first thing I did want to say before I get into anything else is thank you to uh, everyone who watched, or not watched, well I guess kind of watched because I did post it on my YouTube, but who listened to my first episode of My Zillenial Life, so thank you to everyone who tuned into that. Um, I think that these are going to be posted every Friday, so you could expect a new episode every Friday unless something crazy happens and I can't get a podcast episode recorded that week. I'll probably, you know, let you guys know on my social media platforms, but for the most part, I'm going to try to post an episode every Friday, so look forward to that, and so yeah, while you're listening to this, if it's a Friday, hello, happy Friday, hope you guys are enjoying your day, I am going to tell two quick stories about what's been going on in my life the past few weeks, and hopefully uh, come to a conclusion on what each of those things taught me. And um, one of them is just kind of a funny story the other one's a little bit more serious so yes let's get into that so the first thing I want to talk about is something that I'm sort of proud of myself for but also not because it's something i really want to work on fixing completely and that is my issue with passing out or getting close to passing out slash fainting whenever i see blood whenever i hear about blood whenever i get blood tests done or whenever i go to the doctor in general Uh, i've had this issue my whole life i used to get taken to the nurse's office all the time in elementary school and throughout school whenever people would talk about blood or if we had to learn about it in class, ooh, I could not handle that, and so this is something that I just honestly don't know where this came from in my head, but I've, like I said, I've dealt with it my whole life, and it definitely prevents me from going to the doctor, you know, on my own will, like, it it takes a lot out of me to make a doctor's appointment, so a few weeks ago, I had to finally make a doctor's appointment, and I did, I went in to get just general physical done, to make sure I was okay, and of course, the doctor's like, well, we need to get some blood work done, so I went last Tuesday to a, like a, it's called Quest Diagnostics, and I went there with my mom to get blood tests done, I have not had blood tests done since 2017, and every time I have had them done, they let me lay down, because I tell them ahead of time that I usually faint, and all the other times I've actually had really nice people take my blood, but this time it was like one of those places where people go just to get blood tests done, so they're phlebotomists, so they're good at what they do, but I think in this case the lady was just like wanting to get it done with you know so I walk in I say hi I usually faint uh when I get blood taken I just wanted to warn you and she just completely ignored what I said and asked me about my you know what my birthday was and my name and things like that which I totally understand because she was just trying to do her job but right off the bat that was like disheartening and so I sat down in the chair which um is another issue because when I faint it's because the blood drains from my brain elsewhere, and so it helps if I'm lying down when I'm about to faint. But in this case, I had to sit up. So I uh, was sitting up, and you know, she does all the paperwork, and she's like, it's okay, we're going to talk through this, it'll be fine. And she uh, did the blood test. I'm Actually, proud of myself because aside from definitely not feeling well and almost like fainting, I actually recovered quicker than I ever had before, and I think it's because someone on Instagram DM'd me this little tip, uh, where you bring an ice pack with you and you put it around your neck while you're getting blood work done, and it helps basically trick your vagus nerve which is I think I have something called vasovagal syncope and that's why I faint so it tricks that nerve to make you not faint so I think it did help a lot Um, the blood test was over within a minute and I was out of there within five minutes and that's like the quickest I've ever left a place and now granted when I come home from things like this or if I You know used to pass out in school I would usually have a headache the rest of the day and in this case um, it was a migraine so I came back home from the blood test last week and I had a bad visual migraine so I'm honestly just high maintenance at this point and dramatic but it is something that is real it's not something that's all in my head because it's something that I've dealt with for a long time and I have no reason to fear blood it's just been an issue of mine forever so uh, there's definitely some psychology behind it. There's definitely possibly some genetic like science behind it. I could get this from someone in my family, but I don't. My both of my parents are not afraid of needles or anything, so who knows? Um, but if anyone has any tips in the future for how I can handle this, let me know. Or if you guys deal with the same thing, let me know. But the point of this whole segment was me to basically just say that I think I'm getting closer towards a time in my life where I won't fear these standard things so much, you know. I passed out at the eye doctor last year. I had never been to the eye doctor before and I passed out twice and it was so random and so weird and that's why I think that it's not necessarily just like me overthinking. It's like my brain is a little bit broken and it seems to think that these situations that are not super dangerous for me or not actually dangerous are and it's like that flight or uh, fight response. Yeah, I think that's what it is and I choose the flight response or the faint response, if you would want to call it that, because that's what my body decides to do when it fears things. So, yeah. Anyways, that's that fun story for you. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was a, a kind of an actual funny story. It happened this past Sunday. I was at my grandpa's pool, and I had my phone in my hands, and I was like standing on the stairs of his pool. And I slipped and my phone fell underwater. And I was like, oh, it's probably fine because iPhones are water resistant. And I feel like I've gotten my phone wet before and it's been perfectly okay. Not this time, though. Uh, this time, my phone decided to start freaking out and it, like, the screen turned green and it was flashing. And I really thought I was gonna lose my phone. So. It was a little bit uh, bad, like a little bit stressful, because uh, while other people probably can go like, you know, a few days without their phone, I kind of can't, because I use it for my job every single day, and I I need it, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go home, I put it in rice, which is usually what you do if your phone falls in water, I feel like the rice method like definitely works, it has worked for me in the past, and so I took it home, put it in rice, and I went to bed. It was, like, next to my bed in a Tupperware container of rice and I fell asleep and I woke up at 2 a.m. to my cell phone, uh, like, alarm going off and then all of a sudden I hear a 911 operator, like, on speakerphone coming out of this Tupperware container next to my bed and I'm, I was so confused. I was, like, half awake but obviously, like, I panicked and I grabbed my phone and I turned it off and I don't think the 911 operator, like, I'm sure they knew, because I'm sure this happens a lot, but thank goodness they didn't send the cops. But here's the catch. I turn my phone off, thinking it'll be okay, and I put it back in the rice, and then like 10 minutes later, the emergency SOS, you know, thing starts happening again, and it calls 911. So my phone called 911 twice by itself. Uh, This was Monday or Sunday night, and yeah, not fun at all. Um, The second time, it did not go through all the way. Thank goodness. And like I said, cops never showed up. So that could have been really bad in the sense that they would have felt I was wasting their time or something. But you got to think with this like iPhone setting where it does call the 911. And you can easily call it on accident, I feel like. uh, That these 911 operators probably have cases like this all the time. Where they just like assume it's the iPhone messing up. So that happened and I still have a very uh kind of wonky cell phone now it's working again which is awesome but the water is still inside of it because the front facing camera is very foggy and i can actually see water inside of it still so that's unfortunate and you know what this has taught me though when it comes down to it, is that I definitely have an issue being addicted to my phone, because I wasn't even able to keep my phone in the rice for a full 24 hours like you're supposed to. They even say you're supposed to put it in there for 48 hours, and I don't, I, I guess because I use it for my job, that's one thing, but like, even outside of my job, I'm definitely addicted to my phone. So it made me, first of all, not take my phone for granted, because I realize how much I do need it and how much I use it. But also that maybe it's good if I just start to take little breaks from it more often and step away from it because it, it felt kind of good to not have to be on it all the time when it was in a bag of rice. Um, but yeah, it called nine one one on itself twice, and or it called nine one one on me for trying to drown it, which you know what I understand. I apologize, cell phone, and hopefully the new iPhone will come out next month. And I will try to get that if I can because right now my camera is just not doing so hot, and that's not good because I use my camera for a large part of my job. And uh, yeah, well, I guess not my full-time job. I use it for my Instagram and my YouTube job, which I don't even know if you can really call if you can call that a job. But like, I don't know. It kind of is to me. So, anyways, that's that's all there is for the first. Segment of what I learned this week by Katie. And I think that'll be the title of it for now. Really, it's just a chance for me to tell you what happened in my life this past week if you care to know, or maybe it'll be like something I heard on the news or saw on the internet and I want to share it with you, like a fun little tip of the week, if you will. But I don't really know. This this one came with two weird stories that probably make you think I'm crazy. So, Yeah, here we are. Um, I am going to go into the actual topic of this podcast now, which is the month of August and how it has a certain smell to it. And now there are kids screaming outside. So, I mean, that actually fits in well with the theme of this, which is essentially like back to school season and everything nostalgic about this time of the year and how this actual August, August 2020, Is so different for a lot of people, um, mostly like kids going back to school. But I really was thinking the other day, and this has happened to me a few times. And my boyfriend thinks I'm crazy because I've said this before. But there are certain mornings if you wake up early enough during a certain time of the year, A.K.A. August, or even maybe the springtime, like May, uh, where you wake up and you go outside and it has a smell to it. And for me, that smell that I feel like I only smell one time a year is like the smell of what back to school season smelled like. Does that make sense? So I guess it has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, during the summer we would wake up late and so you wouldn't wake up in the early morning and go outside necessarily. But then you go back to school and you're back to waking up early again and so you Smell what early morning smells like. I, I think that's really the real reason why it has the nostalgic scent to me. Um, but yeah, so recently I walked out of my house at like 7 a.m. and I was like, wow, it smells like I'm about to head up to the bus stop and head to second grade. But I'm not, I'm 25 years old. So I wish I could go back to the second grade, that'd be awesome. And so that got me thinking, what other things are nostalgic? What, what other scents bring back memories for others uh when it comes to this time of year like what scent reminds you of this time of year does that make sense I don't know I'm gonna ask that a lot in this episode because I really don't know if it's just me and the way my brain works but I did go to Instagram and I you know asked you guys I asked some of my followers if they have a certain thing that takes them back to back to school season and the way it felt to be a kid again the way it felt to return to school but also return to a brand new year with you know brand new students in your class and a new teacher and something about it just has a certain feeling and a certain smell to it and I'm convinced this is not me just I'm not alone in this I, I think other people feel the same way and I I did ask you guys on Instagram to send me some things that you think are you know nostalgic for you so I have a few people that did submit Uh, Some things. So, I'm going to basically just spend the podcast talking about these, what you guys submitted, and you know, dive into those and let you know if I have the same nostalgic memories about those things and whatnot. So, let's get into it. Now, to be fair, I think my question on my Instagram story, like, whole thing was what is something that is nostalgic like what's the smell for you that's nostalgic not necessarily tying it into too much of the back to school season stuff so maybe this is more just like a an episode all about nostalgic things uh so the first thing is monkey bread and that was submitted by my friend Gabby and this one is actually really interesting to me i never had monkey bread until i visited my cousins in houston texas and they were like you've never had monkey bread before katie and i'm like no so we went to walmart and we picked up a monkey bread and we cooked it and it smells amazing and it tastes amazing so yeah if you've never had monkey bread it's kind of like cinnamon rolls without the icing on them in a way it's like just bread soaked in like cinnamon sugar goodness so If that scent to you, to you, Gabby, is nostalgic, that's very cool. I feel like if I were to smell that, it would 100% bring back memories of being in Houston during Thanksgiving, you know, visiting my cousins and my grandma and grandpa down there. But I have not had monkey bread in a long time. I might have to go get some. I'm not sure if you could buy it here in Missouri. I really don't know. I'm sure you can, but I, I don't think you used to be able to, or else I probably would have had it growing up because I never did until, like I said, Texas. So... The next uh, thing that was submitted is from Diana, and that is my old co-worker. I miss you, Diana. I hope you're doing well. And she said, French vanilla body spray, Dr. Pepper, Smackers chapstick, and any body spray from Victoria's Secret. That's so funny. I think one other person actually said um, a Victoria's Secret body spray. And all three of these, I would say, are pretty darn nostalgic for me as well, especially the Dr. Pepper Smackers chapstick. I feel like all 90s kids had these Smackers chapsticks, and they still exist today, that are different flavors of soda. And what's cool about this is that one of my first YouTube videos that ever did very well was me making homemade lip balm, and I would use my old Smackers lip balms to make more lip balm. It was... Uh, interesting process but uh and one of the flavors was definitely dr pepper so dr pepper smackers or any of those smackers are so nostalgic for me as well they have like a certain plasticky undertone to them that i feel like is very remnant of the early 2000s and french vanilla body spray in general i agree with that And then any body spray from Victoria's Secret, okay, any body spray from Victoria's Secret reminds me of middle school, because I used to go to the mall every Friday night in middle school, and I would buy body sprays from Victoria's Secret, and I think there was one, I can't remember the one that I loved, but if I were to smell it right now, it would definitely bring back memories. The next one is from Matt Webster, and he says, Incense, which reminds him of horror movie marathons in October. And just that sentence makes me very excited because we are about a month away, a little over a month away from October, which personally is one of my favorite months and times of the entire year. I think I said this in my last episode, but I think my favorite holiday is probably Halloween. But really, the entire month of October is just my favorite. Just favorite everything. I love it. So, Incense brings back memories of you watching lots of scary movies, in October and I never smelled incense until I uh went to Earthbound at my mall so that's a fun fact about me I can definitely see though how that would remind you of scary movie marathons in October I feel like incense in general smells like October or fall in general so yeah that's That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I should do a whole episode one of these days. I probably will on my favorite scary movies. If anyone would be interested in that, let me know because I have a little bit of an obsession with all things scary. So the next one is one that's more personal to me and it was um, something that my cousin Ryan sent in. And he said Nana and Papa's Garage and House. But I feel like everyone can relate to this. If you had grandparents growing up and you know, if you went to their house, however often you went to their house, I feel like every grandparent's house has a certain smell to it and it for sure brings back memories, especially if those are grandparents you don't have anymore or if that house, you know, is not around anymore. So for me, this is very interesting. He sent this and just a few days before I had asked, you know, people on Instagram to send me nostalgic things, I was thinking about my Nana and Papa's house in Houston, Texas and the way the garage smelled and the way the house smelled something brought me back to that smell and there's really no way to describe what it smelled like it just had a certain smell to it every house has a certain smell to it i'm convinced of that and nana and papa's house had a very nostalgic smell that i sadly will probably never be able to smell again and it's kind of a sad thing to think about but yeah definitely very nostalgic and like i said anyone who had a grandparent growing up or just grandparents in general even your own family's house like your childhood home did that have a certain scent to it I think a lot of people can uh, understand this one for sure. The next scent is honeysuckle. This one was sent in from Elena, and I have never really smelled what honeysuckle smells like, uh, but I do remember and recall being in elementary school, and there was a lot of it on the playground. So we would eat it. We would, like, suck the honey out of it, which probably was not safe and I would not recommend doing but uh it didn't kill us so I guess everything's fine uh anyways honeysuckle definitely is nostalgic for me maybe not the scent like I said but primarily just the actual plant itself brings back memories to being very young and you know when all the kids the cool kids used to just eat it for fun which yeah I don't condone that but yeah the next one is Twilight Woods by Bath and Body Works I I think if I were to a- actually, yeah, I did get several uh, ones from people saying certain scents from Bath and Body Works. So if you're a girl in America, I don't know if they have Bath and Body Works in other countries, and you're listening to this, but Bath and Body Works is a quintessential thing growing up that you usually have body sprays from or candles, and they had classic scents. Some of these scents exist still today. Some of them are discontinued, but. Twilight Woods, that's one for sure that I remember. I don't think I ever bought that one but I can kind of remember the packaging of it, and uh, so that was submitted by M the Lioness, and then Taylor Blanket says, cucumber melon and then warm vanilla sugar, which I'm assuming are the scents from Bath and Body Works. Cucumber melon, 100% is so nostalgic for me. That was my mom's favorite scent, and she would wear that a lot growing up, and um, the warm vanilla sugar, totally a nostalgic one. Anything from there is so nostalgic, I feel like, and even to this day, if I smell Um, For example, I mean, my favorite scent from there is um, mahogany teakwood, and it still exists, and I have a candle in my room, but smelling it reminds me of, like, when it first came out, and, or a certain time of year, because I usually buy it in the fall. So, what is your most favorite Bath & Body Works scent? Let me know. I don't know how you're going to let me know, but, you know, just let me know because I am in the market to try some new, you know, scents from there or your favorite classic scent in general. I'm curious. So the next one is from Michaela, and she says, when you open up the plastic Christmas bins, and my mom does this every year. She brings down the Christmas bins uh, from the basement or brings them up from the basement or wherever they are, probably the garage, opens them up and they for sure have a smell to them. Personally, I feel like ours smell like the Christmas tree, like the plastic Christmas tree has a certain scent to it and the ornaments and things like that it's probably dust that we're smelling but i don't really know um regardless it is definitely a nostalgic scent and it it's a very exciting time of year if you do celebrate christmas like just to get ready for that holiday season there's a certain feeling to it and it is fun especially if you enjoy that time of year and the next one is from oh my goodness i actually don't have any more let's see if i could find one more just kidding, I found a few more to go over here at the end of the podcast. Hopefully this will be around exactly 30 minutes long, but who knows because I like to talk. Uh so the next one is from Dave. He says, nothing smells like fall, like bonfire smoky clothes. And yes, this is so accurate. I go to my grandparents' lake house a few times a year, and it's in Illinois, and we usually go during the fall and we will have bonfires. And there is nothing like going in from a bonfire and your entire body smelling like the fire still because of the smoke. It is so nostalgic. I would agree with that for sure. And it definitely brings back a lot of memories for me when I do smell like a bonfire or even when I'm at a bonfire. It's just so fun. You can leave all your worries and there's something so relaxing about it. So I'm very excited for fall and fall bonfires. The next one is from my friend Carlin, and she says, new crayons, and empty dorm room, cold November morning air lol very accurate I'm going to use that word a lot because these are all so accurate and it's funny that she says November morning air because that's sort of what I'm talking about earlier when I said like that there's something about the way the air smells in the mornings during this time of year now November that hits different it really does Um. so new crayons for sure reminds me of elementary school and then an empty dorm room this is this is accurate. Oh, do you guys hear the plane? I hope not. There's, like, a loud plane. I live close to an airport, but anyway, side note. uh, An empty dorm room for sure smells like memories that I will never get to experience again, which is so sad. Something about, like, 2014, my first year, like, going away to a college, the way that smelled is, I don't think I'll ever smell it again. So, uh, if I if I could smell it again, if I could just, like, go to an empty dorm room and just, you know, ask the person who maybe is going to move into there soon, if I could just get a good sniff of their room, that would be great. So, any college freshmen moving in soon, let me know, hit me up. I also feel like, specifically, my college had a certain smell to it. Uh, Carlin would know, she went to the same college as me, and that was University of Central Missouri, and the buildings had a certain smell to them, but that's probably the case, once again, for all colleges because everywhere has a smell if you really think about it and the next one is from my friend Maddie and she says anything that smells like a campfire rain or a forest Um, and then PS first episode is great thank you Maddie so I obviously just talked about campfires so definitely agree with that rain or forest so rain this is another thing I want to tie into that whole morning smell it smells like like wet grass when you walk outside on a spring morning or a fall morning and it smells like wet grass because it got kind of, you know, dewy overnight or whatever. That has a certain smell to it. And rain just when there are storms, like summer storms, for sure. Very nostalgic. I love that smell. And uh, the next and the last one is from Amanda, my friend. I haven't seen her in so long. I miss her. Hello, Amanda. And she says, The Great American Cookie Factory. And she also says, The smell reminds me of back to school shopping with my mom. Now I want cookies because when I think of the Great Amer- American Cookie Factory, I think of the mall. And I could do a whole episode about the mall because, first of all, my mall that's close to me is dead. It's dead and gone. It's really sad to think about but smelling cookies from uh, a place like that uh, the the great american cookie factory it reminds me of the mall for sure so that's what it is for me and that's really cool that it reminds you of back to school shopping with your mom i love the idea of back to school shopping that's one thing that i wish that i could just relive for fun especially going with my mom she used to take us at midnight to walmart because she hated the crowds Whenever people would go buy a bunch of back to school stuff during the day. So she would take us on summer nights before school started, like literally, I'm not kidding, at like 1 a.m. And my dad would be like, Why do you do this, Tammy? And she'd be like, Because no one's at Walmart at that time of night. And yeah, it's very fun. So it was very fun. And definitely something I might do with my kids someday if I have kids. So that's probably a good place to, you know, end this podcast. But at the end here, I wanted to say a little bit about you know, 2020 back to school year because this school year is the most unique one and the most strange one for so many reasons and for so many kids across the country. My sister just began her first day of senior year virtually two days ago and it's been a hard year for so many students and parents and teachers and I feel for every single person out there who has to adjust to this new normal we're living through and whether you're super pro send back kids to school let them be with their friends or you're you're against that whatever side you're on all that you have to realize is that this is just something that is going to remain with us forever we're going to remember this time and it's going to change a lot of the way that we probably do things in the future too like virtual learning might remain something that a lot of kids enjoy and maybe they'll continue to do which i think is a great thing and if not Let's hope that maybe at some point things do start to go back to normal again and kids can go back to school and have somewhat of a, a normality again and a social life uh, because it is important to their mental health. But yeah, this time in our lives is insane and there's no other way to put it, but it's surreal and I, my heart is with everyone dealing with the negative side effects of back to school season in 2020. That's really all I have to say about that. I don't have kids, though, so I can't relate to the parents out there. But I do have, like I said, a sister who's starting her senior year online. And it's not the most ideal thing, but it's for the better and it's for the safety of everyone. And we just got to keep that in mind. This is all about saving lives. This is just a reminder to be kind to one another and take your time and realize that it's okay to not be okay during this 2020 back to school season and that's all i have to say as far as that goes and i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast i hope that it was nostalgic for you it definitely was for me and i really hope that you guys will tune in for the next episode thank you for listening and go ahead and follow my zillennial pod on instagram if you guys have questions you can dm me on there i will speak to you in the third episode of my (laughs) zillennial life